Well, welcome back to the podcast, Conversations with Jeff Bucknam. Dr. Jeff Bucknam is the lead pastor of teaching and vision at Harvest Bible Chapel in Chicagoland. I'm your host, Tommy Kreitz, and we're going to have a conversation today because we believe everyone has a story. But before we get into that, as always, we're going to do the preamble ramble, the pre-ramble. Nonsense. Nonsense talking from me What they call in in the rest of the world, waffle. Is that what they say? Yeah, we're going to have some waffle. We're waffling? Is we're going to waffle. Yeah, we're going to waffle. Yeah. All right, let's waffle. Meaningless drivel. Speaking of food. Okay. We just had a, we just had like a, you know, a national holiday. Is it a national holiday? Right. Or, well, you know, like everyone, we're talking about everyone celebrates. No, we're talking about Halloween. We're talking about Reformation Day. Reformation Day. Yeah. But that's the Halloween. Yeah. Where everyone is out, and they're this, not the same thing, but they happen at the same time. They do, yeah. Not, of, not yeah, very different. No, one, one is of the Lord, the other not so much. Yeah. Uh, and um, it was very cold this year. Did you notice that? Yeah, my so, my my uh, wife has pictures of walking around with my daughter and her friends, and it was snowing sideways. Yeah, it was it got some big flakes too. Yeah, right with the kids side, and sideways snow, but she got a she got. A load of candy. She's always been really good at the candy. Yeah. She brings home a lot and does it last for like the whole next year? It does. We don't eat we don't eat it all. Uh of course there is a dad tax involved. Sure, of course. That's how you teach your children about yeah. government. <laughs> yeah. Is you tax the you tax the candy. You tax the candy. And I will like, take Boy, that's way too much. Well, it's way too much because you got too much, yeah. isn't it? Do you do it based on how much they get? So of if course. they get a lot of candy, you're like, course, Oh, that's gonna a, be thirty five percent. It's a graduated tax. Yeah, it's graduated. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like if they get a lot, I'm like, that's fifty percent I'll take half of yeah. that. Yeah. And they're like, Well, there's no why would I get more? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, son. I, I'm exactly lucky daughter. I'm lucky in the sense that um uh you have one, cute little kids. They they probably get loads of candy. They do, and one of them's diabetic, and oh. so naturally, I get a lot of his candy. All right, and uh, so what are you excited about when you get that? Like, what what candies are you? Uh, yeah, this is good. Um, I my man, there's so many to choose from. I'm I'm honestly though like okay, can not I just yeah. This that's a very American thing to say. Just so you know, what there's so many to choose from. Yeah. There aren't in other places. When I lived in Canada, most of the candy was like one of five different candies. All right. Let's go into that Snickers, for a second. Twi- no. Yeah. Snick- or maybe Snickers, Twix. Okay. So Coffee Crisp. That's not one. I mean, uh, it might, it you might get be. a few Nestle things. <laughs> Crispy Crunch was a Nestle one. And then they have one called Wonder Bar, which is very few. If you had a Wonder Bar or Oh Henry, you were pretty happy. Oh Henry and Wonder Bar are really good. Now, how would you? But then you don't have the others. You don't have like in in the states. You could have a thousand. There's so many different. Yeah, so many different ones. Yeah, uh, and all controlled by like three companies or whatever. Yeah. But like, would would you say that Canadian candy is better than Canadian chocolate is better than American chocolate? Oh, okay. There's no question about that. Okay. Yeah, Cadbury and Amer- Canadian Cadbury is awesome. But I st- I think New Zealand chocolate's better than Canadian chocolate. Wow. And then I think European chocolate's better than all. Yeah, that. they're kind of known for that, right? The Swiss. Yeah, really yeah good, pretty yeah. pretty pretty big thing there. Uh Germans so f- are my favorite chocolate. I enjoy oh. the yeah. Also, Milka. If I can give everybody a a little recommendation, there is in Palatine this little store called Eurofresh. Eurofresh. Yeah, I see it. I'm 14. If you go into Eurofresh, they have all the Milkas you could ever want. Milka is an Austrian chocolate that okay. they now send all around the world. But you can get that or you can all get Ritter Sport. Ritter Sport is in my fa- my favorite chocolate in the world. That's from Germany. But wow. the Milka, uh, yeah, go in there. Try some Milka chocolate and You're your be life will be changed. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to try that. Yeah, uh, but they don't give that out during uh, Halloween. Yeah, Halloween. The, typically not the trick-or-treat candy If I got a Milka choice. during Halloween, if my daughter had a Milka during Halloween, I, I'd be like, oh. So Taxed. It's, it's mine. That's Taxed. Oh, that's exactly right. Annexed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there are those is, people who hand out floss, though. Yeah. 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 The dentist. I yeah. have a friend whose dad was a dentist. And he handed out floss. Yeah, they handed out floss during Halloween. Yeah. They didn't get that many kids. <laughs> naturally they become known as the house you know i always think that they should have just taken like video of the they should have a live video of that guy dad handing out the the floss yeah the looks on those kids faces are like oh is that like a candy in there is Is this candy floss no no no. sexual floss 
Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. No, I love yeah. that. Well, you don't like that? Here, hold on. Let me get you an apple. Here's a toothbrush. Right? <laughs> you know, the apple? Yeah. When I was a kid, they used to say, oh, don't don't take any fruit. It's probably got a razor blade A razor in blade it. in it, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. Don't do it. Uh, or chips. Who's doing the chips, by the chips. way? Chips. Yeah. Like bags of chips? Yeah, sometimes people hand out Doritos and stuff. And I'm like, what are you doing? That's interesting. This is not a Dorito day. It's not Dorito day. No, it's not. A, it's not. Also, don't wrap your own individual chocolates or anything. Yeah, don't do that. If you're doing that, everyone's like, mm, mm, I'm going to throw that in the trash. Probably got some cyanide in it. Yeah, you got to be pretty uh, brave or silly. All right, what are your top chocolates then? Check candy. Well, wait, before we get to the top, what's, what's your neighborhood like? Is it pretty busy? Do you get like a lot well, of... Okay, so my area yeah. of is not no massively busy. You get you get a number, but Barrington Village, which is a little bit near me, yeah. I live on the south edge of the Barrington Village, is packed. Is it? They have certain streets that people put up like marquee tents and hand out hot dogs and chili. Wow. And the parents, there's, I mean, there are parents walking down there. They've got a wine tasting spot and like, it's ridiculous. That's kind of unbelievable. And I, I'm not going to lie. Barrington is the kind of place where you're going to get your full size candy. You're going to get those My king size. Came yeah. home, I'm like, what in the world? Yeah. Who's giving out full size Snickers? She said like every house dad. Yeah. We're going like, to come trick or treating with you what? next year. That's, that's big time. Yeah. Everybody needs to just fly here. We do. I mean? We do have one house by us that. That does do the full size, oh. and you know the house, right? Because it's unique. But our street, Berlina, it's a bit faster, and so you know cars. So there's not a lot of not a lot, not a lot of kids on that one. So we went to a, a friend's house on the north side of Crystal Lake, and oh yeah, well the house packed, are tight, together. packed. Oh my goodness, there's so many kids all over the place. Is it, it before awesome. dark? It was before dark. Yeah, we went at like three thirty, four o'clock. Oh my word! Stop it. Yeah. Well, we had to get back for Romans study on Tuesday night. I gotta. I have a dare for you. Next year, try to go at like noon. <laughs> you think he had no one's home? <laughs> I didn't even put just out try, our candy just on try, our. Just, yeah, I didn't even put ours out until. I like kind of want to do o'clock. this. Just walk around with some little kid yeah. around noon. Yeah, see who's to ready. See how how quickly they get the candy. Be like, oh, uh, I um, oh, it's we, early. It's, well, they go they go to bed early. So when you're doing uh, when you're doing the, the candy tax, what yeah. are the what are the what are the best candies yeah. that you're looking for? Yeah, hundred grand. Really? Yeah, big fan of the hundred grand. Okay. Yeah, I also like. Is Snick- that your favorite? Snick- That's like I top like of Snickers. The, okay. I do like a I do, do yeah. like a Snickers? Bar. You're not you when you're hungry. Yeah. Um, Twix, love the Twix. Okay, she's, but she's a good so, one. So peanut M and M's. Oh yeah. Which is shocking that people wait, still wait, hand wait, wait. those out. Considering just regular, the, the, in the yellow bag, peanut yeah, M&M's the, or the peanut butter M&M's? Well, peanut butter M&M's, obviously the best, but they don't put those. Pe- nobody gives those out in yeah. small bags, do yeah. they? I don't. Well, maybe. Maybe they do. Maybe it's become popular enough. Wow. But the, and that's the thing too, is like you have like the full size version of these mm-hmm. candy bars, yeah. which are like what we know and love. But yeah. then you get the Halloween size, the trick or treat size, yeah. and it's a lot smaller. And the quality I, I've found uh, changes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the in the tiny ones, yeah, like the Snickers, a, the tiny Snickers is not the same as the no, no. Size. I don't think they're making them from the same factory. No, those are different. No. So your favorite Halloween trick or treat candy, little candy, hundred grand. Yeah. You, almond joy. I do like almond joy. Isn't that a weird one? Yeah. There's no question. They have a they have a <laughs> Canadian version of it called Bounty, which is more like mounds. Oh yeah. Okay. But it doesn't it doesn't have the nut in it. Yeah, almond joy is but my yeah. my absolute favorite. Big, I'm tiny big. little candy. Yeah, okay. I love it. So anytime that's in there, it's a little sweet. That's mine. Yeah, I like it. I like coconut that. and chocolate. I'm I'm in. But that's I'm not his, a big coconut guy little, either. Like I actually kind of most of the time dislike coconut and things. A little sweet, but for some reason that just does it for me. And then uh, I mean your classics, you know, Three Musketeers. Nah. Milky Way. No, Three Musketeers you know. seems like it's a candy that was popular in the 70s <laughs> yeah. before they realized they could do other stuff to it. Yeah. I'll tell you what, why don't we take this nougat thing? Yeah. <laughs> or what What are we going to call that? Nougat. Nougat. It's a no, nougat. That sounds good. It's a good one. We'll just wrap it in a thin piece of chocolate. Kids will eat that, right? Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, wait, we could put caramel in yeah, there. Yeah, we could put peanuts and in there. Yeah. And all sorts uh-huh. of other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is base. It's a base Seriously, level. if you had a whole line of candies right now and yeah. the Three Musketeers was sitting there as an option, yeah. are you taking that Three Musketeers? All for one and one for all. No, are you? I, I don't know. No. It depends how I feel. What other candies very, are you I'm taking very, below the Three Musketeers? Babe Ruth. 
Baby Ruth. Oh, they're not that bad. They got the nuts on there and stuff. Uh, just you know, okay. It's the flavor. It's not there for me. I Twizzlers. Know. I don't. Uh, yeah, red vines. Same. What? I, I just can't do it. No, I can't. Red vines are gods. I, <laughs> they're gods' gift. God's, God's ropes. Yeah. Right there in in, yeah. <laughs> in delicious form. I'm not like a big, like sweet candy guy. Like uh, like Sour Patch Kids or whatever, yeah. or like the Swedish yeah. Fish or. Like that, that sweet sugary candy. I just, I'm not, I'm not. You feel a big like fan it's a that. waste of caloric space. Yeah. Like, why would like, you do that instead of put chocolate in me? Yeah. yeah. Chocolate is superior, I believe. But that's, well, this has been. I actually think this has probably been the definitive take on candy. Yeah. In the United States, I think that probably everyone agrees with us. Yeah. What's the worst? The worst candy? Yeah. But not candy corn. You can't use candy corn. That's obviously the worst. Because it's from the 1950s. Okay, I, I gotta tell you, it's the Cadbury cream egg. Oh. I don't even. Okay, you're you're including candies. You're not Hall- just Halloween candies. Yeah. The answer to this question, by the way, is Peeps. Oh yeah. Peeps are the worst <laughs> thing on the planet. And for some reason, people are like, "Hmm, let's let me get a whole look thing at of this peeps. weird looking marshmallow thing with eyes on it." <laughs> I forgot about Jeez, Peeps. They're so bad. And I every year, you're like, "Who buys these?" Yeah. Well, candy corn's like right there too. Like those two are oh. like to me like. They made them in like the 90s or the 80s, and they just haven't been able to give all of them away yet. Nah, the Cadbury cream egg is gross. Okay. I just... Okay. Yeah. No? No. Have you ever had had caramel M&Ms? Yes. Or caramel? Yes, I have. You're not a fan? Those are bottom of the barrel for me, too. They're a little like Rolos. Yeah. Do you remember the Rolo? I do. Yeah, Yeah. the little like... Mm -hmm. uh, But those are better than the... Cylinder. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all right. When they put peanut butter in the M&M, this really where I, th- I think that was the zenith of the M&M. Yeah, that was the moment. Yeah. Oh, there's another one that we did. Reese's. Uh, Reese's. Yeah. My son says it's Reese's. Only if you're saying PCs. No, he's convinced that. it's Reese's. Reese's PCs. No, yeah, Reese, sure. Reese's. Oh. Yeah. And in, uh, in, in uh, New Zealand, it was Reese. Is there? Oh, really? Yeah. Reese peanut butter cups. Is there like an official way to say Reese's. it? Do we know that? Like, do we know Reese's. if there's like an actual like for <laughs> no one knows? So this is, unknowable. this is a question for our audience that I'm sure somebody in yeah. our audience has done some done some background research on the. Yeah. Uh, Tell um, us how to say that word. It's yeah. is it Reese's Reese or Reese's 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 Reese. <laughs> I've never heard Reese before. Right. That's the first one. But I've heard Reese Reese's because right. of peace. The, the little. Their yeah, version of the m and Those are pretty good. Yeah, those are pretty good. Well, I uh, hope, uh, hope you got a lot of candy. I sure did. But you can't eat any. Are you involved in some yeah, weird, some weird diet cultish right diet? <laughs> cultish diet. Yeah. You and your three friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's okay, though. You know, just missing food. I like to talk about it, though. You know, it makes you feel it like makes you're me near feel, it. Yeah, I, I feel closer to it. It's a, <laughs> it's a good, it's a good moment. Oh, man. Fun delicious can't have any so i'll look at it until i'm done dieting then maybe i'll have a couple and you'll partake of then that I'll partake. nine month old chocolate <laughs> yeah the little That's white the around the edge no it's the same so it's the same there's so much uh <laughs> yeah that's gross oh uh, can't wait gonna be a good time well you guys are gonna have uh a conversation uh with someone named elvin today from the cathedral you guys are going to talk and uh, because we believe that everyone has a story and we're going to get into that story right now. Let's go. sitting here with elvin elvin what's your last name velez elvin velez does anybody ever call you elvis alvin a lot alvin yeah oh yeah but elvin elvin like the lord of the rings yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay so tell me what that name's where that's from my dad just made it up did he he just liked the night the way it sounded and i I always asked him that why'd you name me elvin because it brought me issues when i was a kid but have you ever met any other Elvins? No. I've seen a couple on TV. Have you? Elvin Hayes, basketball player. Oh. That's not Alvin? 
No, it's with an E. C. Elvin from the Cosby Show. That's Elvin. You're right. Yeah. The old the the uh, the boyfriend slash husband of the oldest daughter. That's right. Those are the only two I can I can point to. Wow. All right. It's uh, it's rare rare air, I guess. It's <laughs> some something like that. Yeah. Uh, where are you from? Chicago. Okay, so when you say Chicago, one of the things I've learned around Chicago is that people who are not from Chicago or people who are from Chicago, meaning they like the city and their address has Chicago, Illinois in it. Yes. If if you are from like uh, w- I, I whatever, anywhere ever else That's right. that doesn't say Chicago, Illinois in it, the people from Chicago are like, you're not from Chicago. That's right. Okay. So I grew up in Logan Square um, before it was hipster and, and cool like it is now. Okay. So, and I've kind of stayed in. What was it like when it wasn't hipster and cool? Um, yeah, it was just, it was interesting. Yeah, a little challenge sometimes. You know, like how, why? Uh, you know, a little crime, things like that. Okay. And, you know, stuff like that, but it wasn't too bad. I had, I had a, good, a good childhood. I, I enjoyed my, the block I lived on. You know, I had a lot of friends, played sports, things like that. You have so, family? Yeah. Like your, your sister's brothers? I have a younger sister. She's yeah. about uh, six years younger than me. And then my mom remarried, and I have a brother who's 20. So my goodness. Big gap there, yeah. How old are you? Uh, 41. All right. He's 21 years younger than you. Yep. Do you. Do you teach him the ways of the world? I try. I try to, you know, try to show him what... what Does he even care what you think, Boomer? Um, does he call... <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> he has... He does think I'm... Uh, he's called me Goody Two-Shoes before. Oh, wow. I think. Uh, I think my mom speaks of me in a way that... You know, probably lead some comparison issues. So I, I try to deflect all that and say, no, that's not, you know, okay. true. And try to encourage. Six me. years older, though. You're the oldest by six years. Yes. Wow. And your your sister, uh, what'd she do? My sister, interesting story. She, uh, she was a hairstylist uh-huh. and still kind of is, but she helps now run a company that does hair extensions in Utah. So wow. she, she grew up here just like I did. She moved to Iowa with her husband. And this company's based in uh, Utah, St. George, Utah. And they moved out there a few months ago. So oh, my goodness. She's, yeah. She's having a great time. She's, have you been there? Have you been to? I have been there. It's beautiful. It's about yeah. 45 minutes from Zion. Okay. So yeah. I visited her, went for a hike. Yeah, I bet you did. It was, it was awesome. So yeah. we live very different lives. She has four girls. Um, they're all awesome, you know, between two and, and 11. So yeah, very interesting. You know, always, always something going on at the house. But why is, why is her life so different from yours? Well, I'm single, no, no kids. Yeah. So not married yet. So, yeah. So for, yeah, living in Utah with four girls, as opposed to being a single man in downtown Chicago. Very different. They are very different. You live downtown though. I do. Yeah. So like in one of the high right, what floor are you on? Uh, 26th floor. The 26th floor. Yeah. You look, so, cause you want to look down on some of us. <laughs> it's, it's what they had available. So. <laughs> How long have you lived in the city? Like when I say the city, the yeah. urban core type. Downtown. Yeah. So I lived, uh, when I moved back from college, I lived with my family for a little while. We built out the basement so I could, you know, save some money, all that good stuff. I got to, uh, went to grad school and then. As soon as that was over, I, I moved downtown. Same building. I've been in the same building for 12 years. I've so that's at, rare. I've been at the same company for 18 years. That's rare. And I've been at the same church for about the same time. So it's... Uh, yeah. Don't like change much, do you, Elvin? <laughs> Some people would say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you gr- growing up, what were the kinds of things? If I met little Elvin, what would I have... Uh, who, would, who would I have met? Where would I have met him? Would it have been on like... A, Dance floor or the on the baseball field, yeah, basketball court, yeah, football, every everything, every sport I could play when I was young, that's what I did. What was the best one? Uh, probably baseball. Was, okay, you know, I'm Puerto Rican, so it's in the blood. Okay, know? so uh, love playing baseball. Played when I was a kid. Played in high school. What's your What's your favorite position? Um, I really grew to enjoy playing outfield. So that's where I ended up playing in in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I played third base for a year and then. The best opportunity was to play. Outfield. Well, the ball comes at you pretty fast at third base, whereas in the outfield you got a minute or two, a second or two to have a look at it. Got a couple seconds. Yeah, so yeah. I played left and right field mostly, and okay. just, yeah, I played at Lane Tech, which is a pretty pretty good baseball school, high school, and uh, 
got to play at Wrigley Field and Comiskey Park. Did you? Yep, as uh, our city championships. And, uh, they have the city championships at Wrigley. Yeah, it was fun. That's cool. I took some ivy off the wall, took it home with me in a Ziploc bag, all that good oh, stuff. Oh, that's great. So, yeah. You got to play, but you were playing outfield. Yeah, yep. That's cool. Yeah, that was awesome. And uh, I, I could have played at a small college here in the city, but uh, thankfully I, I did not uh, <laughs> choose that path and ended up getting a, what I think is a better education and helped me lead to was my Was it my uh, path, so. tempting, though? It was. Yeah, it was a Christian school, North Park University, yeah. um, You know, just really close to where I went to high school, and uh, I had that opportunity. But, again, it was probably better that I went to you know, bigger school. <laughs> That's good. So, yeah. Basketball, you any good at basketball then? I mean, I don't have the height for that, but I enjoyed playing it, so that's that's all I could. You know. Okay, and football? I played quarterback for a year again. Wow, because of the baseball, you had the of, arm. Because of the arm, but yeah, I actually hurt my knee playing football the one year I played, which my mother was not happy about. And uh, what position did you play? I played quarterback. Quarterback. Sorry. That's yeah. it. You played quarterback for one year. For one year. Think about what you could be doing right now. You could be the in the NFL, right? <laughs> I could barely see Russell Wilson's your size. He's probably a little bigger than I am. <laughs> Drew Brees wasn't very big. True, true. So there you go. You so, missed your calling. You could seriously. You do? Do you actually think you'd be, be worse than what the Bears are throwing out there right now? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, so growing up, you did you want to become like? If I had asked you when you were young, what do you want to do? When you're older, what what would you have said? Was it like baseball player? I want to be a professional baseball player. Yeah, I mean that's every kid's dream, I think. But yeah, certainly had, had thoughts of that playing in college and things like that, and maybe you know who knows. But uh, then you know, seeing my dad and uh, my uncles and my grandparents, you know, doing what they do, they said so my they were in the grocery business. Okay, so I got to see that, and there was always. So when you say they were in grocery business, was that they, did they uh, manage a store? Did they work in a store? So, they owned a store. Okay. So, so my dad owned what was a grocery store, Clybourne Market. So Central Foods back in the day, and then then it changed to Clybourne Market. Okay. Yeah. So. So did you gr- you grew up as a checker? I did everything. Did yeah. you? Stock the shelves. Stock the shelves. Did some cashiering. Mostly just ran around the store. Like it was my. Okay, I got around. a question. So if you own a grocery store, and you're hungry, do you just whatever you want? Okay. Yeah. That sounds pretty good. As a kid, that sounds like a dream come true so, that's like Willy Wonka's factory there so I extensively tested all the candies you guys were speaking about yeah earlier. yeah <laughs> hundred grand was probably up there yeah right too. yeah definitely and you and you t- tasted all the carrots and celery and stuff too right oh, yeah. like oh, you absolutely. spent a lot of time with yeah, that you love the broccoli and cauliflower <laughs> um that's fantastic so you got did you live nearby you know what uh, I have some friends who actually have, uh, well, it's my son's friend, and he was in high school. They um, they owned a, a small grocery store, and they lived above it. And um, my son's friend used to say, it's the greatest thing ever, because he said, whenever I'm hungry. Yeah. I just, it's not even a, he said, it's like having the best uh, snack closet in the world. So Yeah, it wasn't that close, but it wasn't far away either. You know, 10-minute drive, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Drive. You had to drive. Okay. Yeah. I didn't drive, but no. Dad did. Well, I grew up in a gro- the grocery store. I love it. But uh, you wanted to play professional, but you ended up going to what? So you said you was a bigger school. Well, Was you, your family Christian? Uh, no. So um, we were, I guess, Catholic by name. Yeah. Um, so I got baptized as an infant and you know, went to church twice a year kind of thing. And But uh, my parents ended up getting divorced when I was, uh, just when I was going into high school. Okay. And through that whole process, my dad started following the Lord. One of my uncles was. How did he? How, how did that happen? So one of my uncles was a believer since they were teenagers, and was always probably one of the best evangelists I know because everything he talks about is related to God and faith and heaven. And so, as my dad was going through this situation with my with you know with their marriage, um, he just became more receptive to that. So he started taking us to church with him. He got baptized. And ended up, um, him and my uncle both, you know, they, they joyfully decided to get out, you know, sell the store. And my dad moved away for a little bit to Puerto Rico and ended up um, joining the Salvation Army. So uh. now he's, yeah, he's a major with the Salvation Army. He helps train up uh, cadets who are going through their program to 
go out and lead churches. Throughout. For everybody who doesn't know, the Salvation Army basically pastors and church workers are called different uh, designations that the military would have. So yes. to be a captain in the Salvation Army is to have a certain pastoral role or something to that effect. So he's a, he's a major. Yep. So okay. Just, yeah, very cool story. He's been, he's uh, led churches all, you know, all around the, mostly the East coast. Cause they're, ter- you know, they have territories mm-hmm. and, but thankfully the last few years he's been at the training college um, here near Wrigley field. So oh, wow. um, I get a chance to see him every so often, which yeah. is nice. So how did you, was it because just because your dad came to faith in Christ and you started asking questions or did you just accompany him to church or? So he would take us to church. Um, I got saved. My, my, my uncle was trying to evangelize one of my cousins who was going through teenage rebellious phase, I guess you would call it. And I distinctly remember in the kitchen, him and my dad were talking to her and she didn't want anything to do with it. And when they were done talking to her, I kind of just said, Hey, what about me? You didn't ask me. And I was listening to them, and I was receptive to all of this. So that's when I kind of made my initial declaration of faith mm-hmm. in my kitchen there in the house I grew up in. Wow. So, How old were you? Uh, that was I was about 12 at that time. All right. So, yeah. That's great. And you went, so you ended up going to what college then? I went to University of Northern Iowa. So University of Northern Iowa. Yeah. I wish I had heard of it. <laughs> the Panthers. So they Sorry. actually had a decent basketball school for a little while. A lot of people in the Midwest would have heard of it. People like eh, me who aren't maybe. from here. Yeah. I didn't know what it was until. Where, until okay, where was. is the University of Northern Iowa? So it's in Cedar Falls, Iowa. Okay. So it's about four hours due west of here. All right. So. I'm trying to think if I've driven through. If I'm going to Omaha, Nebraska, mm-hmm. am I going through this town? No, but it's about an hour north of that road. Okay. So I-80, you'd, you'd go through. Yeah, uh, yeah, I-80, yep. yeah. You'd pass through where University of Iowa is. Yes. Iowa City. And then there's a, you take 380 for about an hour okay. north and you hit northern Iowa. So, yeah. Yeah. Why there? Uh, interesting story. So I was, I got into University of Illinois and I had a few options out of high school. Did you have a plan? I did What you wanted to do, or was, is it just I'm just going to go to college? I was the first in my family to go to college. Wow! So I did not have a great plan. I didn't have a lot of guidance. So I was just trying to figure it out. And thankfully, by God's providence, looking back on everything, um, I had a friend who knew this guy. And, and in, in Northern Iowa is a predominantly white school, mm-hmm. you know, clearly where it is. And they had these scholarships they were offering for folks to just enhance the diversity yeah. of the school. So you had to meet some requirements, which I, I was able to meet, you know. And um, so I went there with four of my best friends. Oh, wow. And so that created, you know, kind of a nice foundation, social buffer, if you yeah. will. Um, but it was one of the best experiences of my life. I'm so glad I, I did that. Living in, you know, down you know, Logan Square, growing up there, and then going to Iowa and having that as a, just, a, it was a cultural Cedar shock. Falls, I'm assuming Cedar Falls is pretty rural. It's a small town. Okay. It's a college town. But not yeah, it's downtown Chicago. <laughs> it's very different. It's yeah. very different. But I, I loved it. I, I embraced it immediately. Uh, really took advantage of the studies that I was able to do there. Study finance and real estate. Um, and it was just a great culture. Why finance and real estate? Um, I always wanted to do something in business. Just, you know, again, my, the whole, my dad's influence in that. And um, not an accountant. And, you know, I like numbers, but... <laughs> I like the finance aspect of it. So I started studying economics and, and finance and then um, just always had an interest in real estate. So that was just, again, God's providence leading me to that. So when you field. study, when you study re- real estate, cause I gotta be honest, most of the people I know who become real estate agents, they just decided to take a test one day and so. were like, market's hot. I'm going to be one of these. <laughs> and but, so I don't know a lot of people who've done training for it. In so, terms of like formal educational, so I work in commercial real estate finance. Okay, so it's it's different than selling houses and right. Have you ever them. sold a house? I've not sold a house. Okay, um, so we finance buildings across the country, uh, you know, office buildings, hotels, okay, you know, warehouses, things like that. So um, yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of numbers. It's it's basically finance. But what I what I enjoy about it is with real estate, you can see it, touch it, yeah, you can go tour it. All yeah, it's of different so than a it's mutual like a, fund or exactly. whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So I took to it right away. And Again, that's just thankful that I had that opportunity. So, what is what what does a day look like in the life of uh, what's your what what's your title? So, I'm a portfolio manager. So, portfolio uh, manager. I work for an investment manager, and we have uh, quite a few clients that you know give us capital to make loans on their behalf. So, 
I help represent. So I'd give you twenty bucks, and you'd you'd loan. I mean, a little more than twenty bucks, but yep. Yeah, but and, I'd give you some money, and, and I w- I would work with our investment teams to figure out where to maximize your re- my return. Yep. Through investment, through real estate, real estate loans. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So what's cool about it is I my clients are uh, international for the most part. So, you know, I have uh, Korean clients, um, Swiss clients, and Canadian clients. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They're very nice people. Oh, they are. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so are you buying property in those places? So we're doing the loans. So I, my company does everything, but the, the group it's I an international have. company then. Yeah, we are. Yep. Yeah. So they have offices in Canada and other places. We have offices in uh, Europe and Asia and, and in the U S not Canada. though. Okay. Yeah. But Canadians are coming to you to get finance because they want to do loans in the u.s they want to get their they want to invest their capital here got it yeah yeah so you're not investing in land there you're doing it here exactly yeah okay but do you invest i mean do you you don't do any like commercial real estate in those other countries like uh we have switzerland to do that okay but you're here i'm here yep all over the u.s yes okay so tell me where you've been uh pretty much every big city really seattle i've been to seattle it's a good city huh Yep, very hilly. It is. Well, compared to here, my goodness, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, okay, tell, tell me your favorite set. You, that's pretty extensive travel, right, to be able to go all over. Jackson, Mississippi, you been there? No. Aha! Big cities. Oh, wow. So, Boston. All you folks from Jackson, Mississippi, he just called <laughs> it a little tiny spot. Nashville? Yes. Love Nashville. So, I was born in Boston. Okay. Just so you know. So, it's kind of my, my heritage. In Boston, it's It's a great city, right? Yeah, it is. So, is that if if I asked you to give me a list of the top five, you're going to give me five cities in the United States that I have to visit. I have to go. Boston's top three for sure. Okay, why? So, it's just cool. It's got a good mix of of old history, but there's also a lot of new stuff going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as busy. Like New York, I think you just have to go there because you have to. But it's unique, right? It's, I don't know anywhere else on the planet that just has that many high rises stuck together, except maybe Hong Kong. But I mean, it, I, I've lived here my whole life, and you would think New York isn't that big of a deal, but even I get, yeah, <laughs> it's tough. It's different. Yeah. Um, New York, Boston. I love going to DC. Okay, why? It has that European feel, right? No high rises, no buildings really above twelve stories, so it just feels very open. Mm, it's true, and it's very walkable, so I enjoy that. Okay, so we've got Boston, New York, basically the I-95 corridor then. You're just saying all I have to do is go to the East Coast, the Northeast basically, and I'm... Everything's within a couple-hour drive, so... Really? Yeah, that's a good, that's God, a good place to start. Elvin. <laughs> Why'd you end up here? You You're know? not saying anything like Los Angeles. Well, Los Angeles is not a great San Diego would be my West Coast. Yes, it would. Yeah. It's a beautiful Driving city. Driving up and down the coast, the weather's great. Yeah, yeah. and it's not... San Diego's not... 100% California, if you know what I mean by that. Yes. California's great. It's great. It's just San Diego has a military uh, presence there, and so it f- it feels a little bit more uh, even-keeled, yeah. if that's the right way to say it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay, there's four. One more. Um, yeah, I mean, I like I like Dallas. There's okay. Some parts of Dallas that I like. What so, parts of Dallas do you like? I used to uh, live in Dallas. Yeah, so... Um, I've been up north, you know, Plano, yeah. Frisco area, yeah. just where they're, they're building a lot of stuff. So it's just kind of... They don't run out of land. They don't. <laughs> That's the thing about Texas, about Dallas, is that it's, there's always another there's always another piece of property just on the next side next of the town over. that just yeah. just went up. That's right. And so it just, it just, honestly, it bleeds and bleeds and bleeds and bleeds. And after a while, you're like, I don't even know where I am. I don't know where I am. <laughs> so, Yeah. Yeah, that's why I think that's why housing prices in Dallas are always kind of pretty reasonable because there's always a new there's always new houses that cost less than what <laughs> the ones that you built. The shocking thing about Dallas to me is their their backyards are small. Yes, you know they say everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah, not except their backyards. That, yeah, it's just I'm shocked by that. Yeah, I think you go there, you get a big acre of land. Things no, it's not like that. No, well their houses are huge. They yeah. put I mean they put a lot of you know yeah. a lot of vaulted ceilings. That's right. Yeah. That's one of the things I always uh, was a little bit surprised at. Even here, when we were looking for a house, uh, people in the United States really love, for some reason, really have a have a love affair with a dining room. And I just don't, I don't get this. 
No, who uses a dining room? Do you have? Do you use a dining room? Thanksgiving is that it? Probably right. So you have a room for one day of the year. Yeah. Oh, nah, nah, no thanks, man. <laughs> My wife, when we when we got married, there's a lot of things I look back on now. As that that were part of my American culture that I think wow that that's just a little bit weird. One of them is like China for my wedding. Like my wife was like, we have to get to China, and I'm like, I don't. Why? Like I'm not. I don't ever. Why? I don't ever want to eat off of any of this. It's got flowers and stuff on it. When are we going to eat on this? Oh well, special occasions. Elvin asked me how many times we've eaten off of this in my life. Five. Five. I was going to say there's five. One time I pulled one out and I had a hot dog on it just so I could say we used it. It's ridiculous. China. Yeah, stuff like that. And cheerleading. Now, I don't mean to offend anybody, but it's a unique American sort of thing. Cheerleading is a unique American. And the movements that cheerleaders make and stuff is just, if you go away and you come back, you're like, wow, that is just a very culturally... I went to a... Uh, speaking of Texas, I went to a football game years ago. Uh, we lived in Canada. I went to a football game, high school football game down in, down in Texas. It was like the state quarterfinal or something like that it was in one of these high school stadiums it's got 10,000 seats uh we we sat on the wrong side one side we realized very quickly that the this was a kind of a rival game and one half of the stadium was a bunch of white people and the other half was a bunch of african-american people and we just went to the nearest seats which were in the African-American half. And so we were in the front row cheering for DeSoto High School, which is this African-American. They ended up winning by a lot, and we were leading to the cheers for a period of time because we were having such a good time with them. Cool. Yeah. But halftime, uh, South Lake Carroll, which is the name of the high school, the white people's high school, there's like 400 kids on the field doing the most ridiculous, they're all doing, they got people with batons, they've got people with white cowboy boots and flags. I don't, man, it was the craziest thing ever. It was so crazy. Girls who've got hair coming out, the highest hair with the brightest, anyway, just crazy. Anyway, so if you move to Texas, if you go to Texas, you take Elvin's advice and you go down to Dallas, try to go to a Friday night football game just so you can see and experience it. Yeah. Um, so you've worked in the same company for 18 years? I have, yeah. You must love it. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> what do you love about it, what you do? Um, well, I enjoy the people aspect of it for sure. Um, yeah, I, I guess you can tell. I just kind of value the stability of it. I mean, I've thought about leaving a couple times here and there. but um, What would you go and do? Probably something else real estate oriented. Yeah. There was one time where I thought about actually coming to work here at the church. And I was going to give up the whole corporate real estate thing. Dodged that bullet, didn't you? And uh, prob Actually, I probably did. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really thankful that the opportunities that, that I've you know, been afforded with my job. And, and I like being there uh, as long as I have. I, I kind of know what I need to do, mm. which gives me time to do what I really love to do. Yeah. Which is to serve at the church. Yeah. And just be available for those kind of things. Yeah. So, so you're down, I mean, you're down at the cathedral and you've been a, a pretty significant part of that, that uh, church for quite a while. Jeff Thompson's a good friend of yours. Yes. Okay. So he contacted me ahead of time and he wanted, there was a few things he wanted to know. <laughs> okay. Um, one of them had to do with golf. How, how long have you been golfing? Like you're a really good golfer. So that was one of the blessings of, moving to Iowa, going to Iowa college and not being able to play baseball anymore was I had to do something <laughs> with my time and a buddy and I picked up golf. So I started playing golf my freshman year in college Okay, and just fell in love with it and got really into it. And, um, yeah. So What's the best you've been at golf? Uh, probably like my, my late twenties. I was really playing. I was playing once a week, going to the driving range two, three times a week. And then I got into the uh, fateful habit of running marathons. So that's kind of hampered my golf game because you have to spend a lot of time training for that. So is that what, like, if I, if I spent time with you uh, and we were just goofing around, you have work, and then you, what kinds of things do you at the church? Uh, whatever. What I, really? <laughs> whatever, I, whatever they need, yeah. Okay. I just, I just love being there. So you need me to move some tables. You need me to go clean something. You need me to... 
whatever. Yeah, that's one of the things Jeff did say is that you're got a real servant heart. I, so. I just I love our church. I love seeing people flourish in their faith. And, yeah. Uh, whether it's me helping by leading something or setting up tables so that someone else can do it, you know, just when, when you see people genuinely wanting to grow in their faith, like that's one of the most joyful things for me, just being part of our church. Yeah. That's really nice of you to say that about our church. That's fantastic. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. It's one of the things I've actually enjoyed about Harvest is meeting lots of people who've just got really warm hearts to the, for the Lord. When you end up traveling, which you have, and you spend time, at least for me, in ministry, it, one of the greatest joys you have is meeting people. Every, every, ta- every town, every church, there's faithful people serving Jesus there, whether they're in full-time ministry and by vocational ministry or just lay ministry. It's, um, it's a pretty remarkable, pretty remarkable thing. Yeah. So you started getting into golf at that point. Yep. Did you ever play a tournament? No, no. You weren't like that committed. No, just played with some buddies and okay. Yeah. What do you, what would you shoot now? So like, it's a, for, I'm just for the, for the, you know, non golf listener. So yeah. 72 is usually a par or so around a golf course, what would you shoot on yeah. a typical golf course? I'd like to say around 90, but you know, okay. Probably a little higher this year. All right. <laughs> Since Jeff's, you know, Jeff might listen to this. So yeah, he's one of Do you beat golfers. Jeff? I have, but typically he beats me. Yeah. Probably nine times out of 10. It is a little weird to have a guy who's a pastor be that good at golf, right? Well, Cause you works, start wondering, he only works one day. That's right. Week, you so start wondering time. what are you doing all the time? <laughs> exactly. Right. Because golf is not a game that you can be good at without spending an enormous amount of time on it. And he's he's oddly good at it. So Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. So you run. You like how many marathons have you run? Seven. Seven marath- marathons. Are you interested in doing like triathlon stuff? I can't swim. So, uh, so well. I'd love to learn how to swim one of these days, but I just never so when I was a kid and there was a pool or there was a basketball court or it was always basketball. It was always the, yeah, the sports, but okay. But I love biking and oh. I love, and I love running. Well, they should do a bi biathlon thing. Yeah. Um, where, what is the best time you've had in a marathon and which marathon was it? I've only run Chicago. Oh, seven times in Chicago. Yes. Um, and, and just about four hours was my best time. My goal is to break four hours, and it's been trending in the wrong direction the last couple of years. But sometimes happens when you get a little older. But I think I'm going to get there. I'm going to do it. So you're doing it every year now. Yeah, yeah. Will you run another marathon besides Chicago, or is it just Chicago? So Luke Mead and I are going to sign up for the New York Marathon. Did you know, oh, really, Luke Mead? For those of you who don't know, Luke Mead is actually he's the he's the um, associate campus guy down at. Um, down at Cathedral. And there are some stories about Luke Mead running his first marathon in Chicago, not this year, but last year. And the stories are very much about him never, ever wanting to ever do this ever again. And so, so now you've talked him into doing it. He said, if we both get into New York, New York next year, he'll run it. So, but he said, if he gets in and I don't, he's not going to do it. So we, we both have, I'm, I, I'm actually kind of impressed Yeah, that, you what know, is it about marathoners that, like, seriously, at mile 22, you must be thinking to yourself, this is the stupidest thing I've ever done in my life. Yes. And then you get done with it, and you never want to do it again. And then a month, two later, you're like, oh, I can't wait to get back out there. It's, it's quicker than that for me. I think it's the next day. Really? Yeah. It's just, uh, but it's it's not the race that I love as much as I love the process and the training. And, you know, I live right on the lakefront, so it just, it's very easy is that what is that your running track? Pretty much. You ride the you yeah. run the lakefront. How far would you run in a given day? Uh well, as much as twenty miles at the at the high end, but you know, a lot of, most of the runs are shorter than that. This week, have you gone for a run? I have not. I've okay. not. I've not run since the marathon. Okay. So I need, I need to. So when you start again, what's the first day? Are you going to go out and run how far? Yeah, probably like three, four miles. Maybe. Okay, and then you build up. Yep. All the way to twenty. Is there ever a thought in your mind while you're doing the 20 that this is not something I, I want to do? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. It's just fighting through that kind of... That's the, the beauty of it. It's, it's the beauty of the it. It's the perseverance. You know a lot about that. You've, you've, I do. You've taught us very well. I do know that. about perseverance. Yes. Yeah. That's why I try not to put myself in situations where I need to do it that much. <laughs> um, that's fantastic. You know, I don't think I could ever... 
I mean, I'm horrible at running anyway. My knees are shot and everything, and I like pizza too much. So it, it, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I started late. I mean, my first marathon, I was 35, so I, it was never something I thought I would do. And you've run and six? Seven. Seven. So you've done it every year? Yes. Since 35? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Always with friends? Always on my own, actually. Yeah. Really? Yep. I've had friends that run it, and we talk about it. But What advice would you give to a marathoner, somebody who's, who's about to get into it? What, would you, what should they do? Yeah, I, I would say one of the things I do that's probably not the best is, is I do run on my own. And I've heard from many people that running with others is a, is a great way to not only enjoy it more, but you get more out of it. Do you listen to stuff while you run? I listen, yes. What do you listen to? <laughs> Mostly the Bible. So you the um, you're hearing the Bible read? Uh, yeah, there's an app that I listen to that they read the Bible over, over music and uh, you get through a good chunk of the Bible in twenty in twenty miles, bud. I've I've memorized so much scripture doing that. <laughs> that's great. I've, yeah, it's been it's been a real blessing to me. Like that's been one of the things I, I just love the most about it is that experience. Is it always the Bible, or do you listen to other stuff? I'd say that's predominant. You know. You don't go to Judas Priest after the Bible, or you don't. There's nothing. There's no like uh, Metallica no, after that. It's either that or just the the silence, listening to my breathing, and you know things like that. So I don't think I could do the listening to my breathing because <laughs> I I would be scared that I would be dying the whole time. <laughs> when I ride my bike, I don't. I used to listen to stuff uh, on my bike, but now I don't, I don't, I know everybody's like, you shouldn't do that. You're going to die. Cause you're going to get hit. And I was like, it was just spoken word stuff, right? Like podcast or whatever. So it wasn't. Yeah. But, um, now I don't because there's something about si- the silence of it yeah. and just the not, and just letting your mind think about all sorts of stuff. But the difference between cycling and running is in cycling, you can stop pedaling. And coast. momentum, the law of inertia helps you. Yes. Whereas in running, that's never a thing. It's always, it's just constantly there. All right. Yeah. You should get those wheelie shoes, those things <laughs> that have the little wheels on. You know what I mean? And I then know, you could yeah. just like coast for a minute or two. That'd be good. I could use that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, and, uh, I really appreciated uh, talking to you. Yes. God bless you. It's been awesome. Uh, people... So uh, earlier today, people said, oh, do you know you're interviewing Elvin? And uh, you met Elvin. I said, I think I have it down at the cathedral before. And then everybody who said this, and there was like four or five people I talked to before talking to you, and they were all like, he's the best guy. So you should feel encouraged that your brothers and sisters in Christ think very highly of you. That's all all glory to God. Yeah. He's given me just a great opportunity to be involved here and to just meet so many great people and yeah, just continue to stay involved and you know, through a lot of, a lot of ups and downs and uh, yeah, yeah very grateful. I would invite you to join me in a run, but that's never, we could go for a bike no, ride. Okay. There it is. I'm going to come into this city sometime and we're going to ride. Does yeah. Jeff, does Jeff Thompson ride a bike? He has a bike. But okay. We're going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. I think I actually think I'm, I'm not fast on the bike. But I think I might be fast enough to keep up to with JT if he doesn't ride very much. He's not a fast rider. You no. can keep up with him. Does he have one of those like banana seat bikes where he sits real high? That's what he should. He's got like a hybrid type bike. Okay, then yeah. I'll be fine. Yeah, he yeah, will. I'll be fine. I saw your bike. One of yeah. your bikes. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right, man. It's been awesome. Yeah. By the way, I didn't ask you all the important questions like, uh, what, what, like what's your favorite baseball team? Is oh, it the Chicago Cubs? It's got to be the Cubs. Absolutely. You don't like to. So you said you played at Comiskey. You don't want to. I don't dislike. They're supposed the to move to Nashville. Nashville. I will see if. What is that about? It's all about money. You're it's like Chicago sports fan then. The Bears. Absolute Bears. Unfortunately. Do you like the Bears enough to lay like troubled when they lose, or you just kind of gotten used to it? It used to have an effect on my Sunday, but not anymore. Right. But yeah, well, still, still pull for it. It's hard to. It's hard. It's hard to always get disappointed by the same thing. That's right. Yeah, it's to the point now where if they do well, you're like, hey, look at us. Yeah, it's a good day. And Bulls? Bulls, yeah, Michael Jordan. Grew up watching okay. him as a kid. So, Not anymore, though. Yeah. Right? It's, it's kind of. Yeah, they are They are the bears of the NBA now. It's different now, for sure. Yep. Yeah. They just 
been a long, dry period. Yeah. But that little blip with Derrick Rose, and then the rest has been dry. Yeah. All right, all Chicago sports fans. Black, hockey? Blackhawks fan? I like the Hawks. I, I've watched hockey when I was a kid growing up, and you know, but it's not something I watch up too much. All right. Yeah. One last thing. If I'm going to go into Chicago, you're Chicago native. If I'm going to go into Chicago during a whatever day, what, what, what should I do? Like pizza? You said you like pizza. Yeah, dude, I do. It's not good. So you got to do that. What? Where? Lou's is my favorite. Okay, so Lou Malnati's yeah. downtown. So you can't go wrong with Lou's. I mean, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's diff- pizza tastes a little different when you're downtown, it right? Does. Hits a little different. It does hit a little different. Are you, and what, what then? Should I be seeing anything? Is there anything that I should be going for a walk somewhere? I love the Riverwalk. Yep. It's a beautiful place to walk. You know, you could take a boat cruise. Those are nice. Get mm-hmm. on the river. I love architecture, so architecture tour. Those mm-hmm. things are fun. I went on that. That was really great. Yeah. So plenty to walk around and see. That's uh, I love looking at buildings. So when somebody from another place says, you live in downtown Chicago, do you have a gun? <laughs> are you like, How do you respond to that? Uh, it's, it's sad. Um, I remember a time where I would walk downtown at all hours and felt fine and Unfortunately, that's not the case anymore. So it's just different. Is there certain so, areas you just stay away from? Yes. Certain times? Yes. Is there, are there, is there anywhere in Chicago, in the city, that you would walk at any hour? Uh, probably right where I live is probably about the, you know, I feel pretty safe there. But okay. uh, no, it's sad. I spend a lot of time praying for our yeah. city and just, uh, you know, wanting to see revival. Change. Yeah, I was going to say, Chicago needs. My view is that the local church is where disciples are made and disciples are the people who bring renewal to cities. And so if we can get more local churches, healthy, godly local churches led by godly, healthy pastors in the city, we will be making a dent in some of that. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. For those of you out there, it'd be great if uh, while you're sitting around praying or maybe you're running and you're not listening to anything, and you're praying, it'd be great if you could pray a little bit for the city of Chicago and for its for the renewal of the church in Chicago. It'd be fantastic. And also pray for Elvin. It's been great having you, man. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Absolutely. It. All right, well, the rest of you, we'll talk to you later.